Standing in the river, the rhythm of the casting feels great. The icy water, however, is numbing. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark, and this episode was written by Joe Horn. When one thinks about recreational angling in Maine, some fish naturally come to mind. Trout, salmon, even the non-native, dare I say, invasive, largemouth and smallmouth bass. To fish nerds, our lakes and rivers offer prized, beautiful native species that other anglers generally lump into one of a few disparaging categories. Rough fish, bait, or trash fish. Any of these titles suggest that the highest purpose for these wonderful native fish is either as fodder for another flashier sport fish, or perhaps even worse, complete eradication from our waters. The start of April is the start of angling in rivers and streams in Maine, and is also the start of the spawning run for one underloved, large, native, and hard-fighting rough fish, the white sucker. White suckers are members of a fairly large family of 78 species of suckers, which are almost exclusively native to North America. This family is called the Catastomidae. They have close ties to the minnows, being in the same taxonomic order, but with their protruding downward-facing mouths, they are not true minnows like the carp and fallfish. White suckers are found in both lakes and ponds as well as rivers and streams. They are gray to olive in color, with darker backs and lighter bellies. They are roughly cylindrical in shape, and have a big goofy mouth which they use to vacuum small streamside insects from the riverbed. Technically speaking, these fish are what scientists call potamodromous, meaning they migrate within fresh water. The adults live in large sections of rivers or in lakes and ponds for most of the year, and then migrate to swiftly flowing clear water streams to spawn in the early spring. This spawning run seems to be triggered by temperature and flow fluctuations caused by spring ice out, and as such, tends to happen very early in the season. One morning, I packed my fly rod and a selection of heavy nymphs, with dreams of pulling glimmering trout after trout from the frigid, recently frozen waters. After an hour or so of no success at the deeper pools where I would expect the trout to congregate this time of year, I spotted a pod of large fish holding behind some boulders in a shallower section of water. My heart quickened. I tried nearly every fly in my box to no avail. The fish wouldn't budge. Disheartened, I wandered downstream to a similar run with a similar pod of fish. I tied on my heaviest nymph and cast it upstream where it promptly sank like a rock. I allowed the current to slowly drag it, bouncing over cobble and sand towards the unsuspecting fish. I saw the fish nose down, roll slightly, and I set the hook. After a heavy but not overly athletic fight, I pulled a 17-inch white sucker from the icy waters. Not the trout I had in mind, but it was a native species I had never before caught. I guess I'm a sucker for native fish. Far from bait or trash fish, white suckers are both important to the ecology of our freshwater ecosystems and our tasty table fare. The early spawning run of suckers means an eggy feast for other fish who eagerly snatch up wayward sucker eggs. So healthy populations of suckers can mean healthy populations of trout and salmon as well. For the wild epicure, the fillets of white suckers offer firm, mild, sweet white meat. Unfortunately, their close kinship to the minnows also means they are full of small Y-bones along the length of their fillets, 
So the best ways to prepare these fish are either smoked, pickled, or chopped finely and made into fish balls. Those strategies make the bones easy to remove or renders them completely unnoticeable. So this weekend, if you have a fishing license and regulation guide in hand, you could try fishing for white suckers in the rocky sections of rivers or streams, either downstream or upstream of deep, cold water lakes and ponds. You could also fish by eye by donning some polarized sunglasses and trying to spot schools slowly making their way upstreams. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phonology.